0: We're there in Weber. We're in Nashville doing the movie Rudy. Aaron, thanks for joining us, man.
1: Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me pick this movie. This is, a, this is an important movie to me. It's, uh, I don't know if it's the, it's not the best movie ever made, but it's my favorite movie. When did you see this movie for the first time? I think when I was seven or eight. This was a big movie in my house. Uh, we were a Notre Dame family. My dad went to school there. My aunt went to school there. My two older siblings went to school there. So this was like indoctrinated. They indoctrinated us with this movie very early on. So this is like when you saw it, it was like, oh,
0: inject this into my veins over like mm-hmm. and
1: over again. Yeah, that everything I wanted. It was it was a sports movie. It was about a, an underdog. You know, that's me right there. That was me.
0: Do you have any
2: brothers? Or yeah, I got an older
1: brother okay. and a younger brother, um, and an older sister. So my older brother and sister went to Notre Dame before me, and then I followed suit. So you try to walk on. No, no, but because of this movie and because of the legend of Rudy, that's a big deal at Notre Dame more than probably other schools. I had some buddies that walked on. Um, I had two really good friends that that walked on, and it's it's a big deal. You do think about it, right? But then I'm just so I'm so undersized. I'm so not athletic. So is Rudy, dude? Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Rudy was undersized. He had the heart of a champion, though, which I don't have. Well, how would you describe your heart? <laughs> <laughs> Enlarged. <laughs>
0: uh, speaking of your brothers, if I said to you, what's up, cool, would that mean anything to you?
1: That would mean a lot to me. Yeah. What, how, do you, how do
0: you know that? So I get, one of my best friends in college was a guy named Joe Greenwood. Oh, you know Joe Greenwood? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I played so much Halo with Joe Greenwood when oh we were freshmen. Oh, my God. and yeah. I probably laughed harder with him. I've got a great Greenwood story for you, actually. Yeah. He, um, freshman year, so we are pledging Sigma Nu together, and he had to, like, our pledge trainer was like, hey, wash all my stuff. So he gave him, like, all his clothes and his laundry, and Greenwood washed everything and gave it back to him. And he's like greenwood where are my sheets just she like what are you talking about he's like where are my bed sheets dude and so the, his bed sheets just go missing so the whole running joke throughout like the next six months of our lives is like where are my <laughs> damn sheets greenwood he started calling them green sheets green and sheets. then like towards yeah. the end of pledge, he'd be like greenwood dude i just want to know like if I come over there and find you sleeping on these <laughs> sheets, I'm going to beat you with a sock that has soap in
1: it. <laughs> Code red. Yeah, did, uh, where, where, what happened to the sheets? Did you ever find out? Yeah, I, he says he, he,
2: to
0: this day, he's like, dude, I have no clue what
2: happened. It's, it's a sheet. brilliant move. That's how you make sure no one asks you to do your, your <laughs> their laundry
1: again. Right. Stuff's going to go missing. <laughs> he dude. never did his laundry again. <laughs> that really is. That's like so crazy, building. man. What a small world isn't it though yeah yeah he and my brother were good friends and they, that's that's how they would talk he so yeah. he
0: says he takes uh or he told me he takes a lot of credit for your comedy
1: <laughs> i don't know about that I, mean, I haven't talked to or thought about him in a long time but <laughs> I'll,
3: I'll let him have that you know <laughs> yeah. oh yeah i thought
1: you
0: would say
2: something along those
3: lines
2: <laughs> good uh, dude though good dude
0: oh man love joe
2: well, Aaron, before we get started, we have a few gifts for you. Oh, yeah? Uh, I'm curious if you could identify
1: this hat. Well, uh, well, my goodness. I've never seen this in person. This is an IPS hat, which is, of course, the, the fictional company that Doug Heffernan works on <laughs> in the King of Queens, the International Parcel Service. Well, congratulations. You, Thank- just, you just won the next prize. Which what is, is that The best season of King of <laughs> the- Queens. <laughs> <laughs> I already have two copies of this season. <laughs> this is amazing. This is so cool. Thank you, man. Yeah, no, you're. That's right. not. I need to keep getting these. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: IPS. When we were doing some research yeah. on you, we just got tickled over your, your video uh, during quarantine of the guy with the DVD
1: collection. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, where I had two copies of the third season of King of Queens. Lady yeah. in
0: the Water? Lady in the Water?
1: It's not that good, but yeah. 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 I own it This is awesome What
2: what are some other Bad movies that you love Anything that comes to mind I don't know I'm a bad
1: Bad movie I have bad You know what I started I have a lot of bad shows That I've been watching That which like All my wife's shows Are just I mean They're just awful And um, What was the show We just watched Oh god it was like tell me i'm pretty or something (laughs) and it was i mean everybody in the show is like a morally reprehensible person it's not funny it's not interesting it's just i couldn't stop watching it i do (laughs) love stuff like that and i started i'll watch uh all the like real housewife shows i'll watch (laughs) with them too and i just it's just not good and i think it's probably (laughs) like the end of american society these shows did you always love his blind we watched the first season of Love is Blind. Yeah, I yeah, felt that way too. I dude. got suckered into that. Yeah, you can, you can get bought into it. You know, it's just, uh, it's just trash TV, but like it works. You know, it's like a bad drug.
0: I'm not sure how you guys do Christmas at your house. Okay. I know that.
1: We usually do it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, do it. we do it just that like this. Sense. Oh, dude wow this is cool Christmas ornament look at this I like this podcast man I'm just getting gift after yeah, right? gift after <laughs> gift this is incredible man
0: but then so I know you had a bit though I know you said you're Christian and then you have a bit about like converting Lucy <laughs> right, right but in case for some reason <laughs> you don't
1: convert her and she converts you oh look at this. <laughs> Oh, dude, just in time for Hanukkah, right? (laughs) Yeah, how about it? A Notre Dame Yarmulke. That is
0: amazing. Yeah, and so I also had ordered, I know you love Arby's, and I'd got you like this 10 gallon Arby's hat, but it didn't come in in time. And I emailed them about it, and it was so frustrating. They wouldn't email me back, I couldn't get the hat. And I was like, it was more reasonable and possible to find a Jewish Catholic yarmulke (laughs) than to get Arby's to respond to a dang email. It was so frustrating.
1: That's amazing,
3: man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Notre Dame yarmulke. I don't think I've ever seen one of those. I did have a professor that was a Hasidic Jew at Notre Dame. Really? Yeah, there was a Hasidic Jew sort of community that lived on campus there and you'd always want those teachers as your professors because you got all the Jewish holidays off and they have like (laughs) a major holiday like every month or something just like I mean, not just Yom Kippur, or these, but stuff you just never heard of. And you're like, all right, yeah, I'll take, I'll take class off for that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one thing the Jews got figured out. <laughs> Better not yell that too loud in this apartment complex. Huh? They're like, what is going on in that place? <laughs> but it's true. This is a great part of Reed right here. This is his last high school practice. And this is right after his uh, head coach says, you guys are never going to play football ever again in your life. Which I'm is, so a, oh, which yeah. is remember, kind of a crazy like last, thing to tell your yeah. st- kids that want to play football. But later. it's cool when it comes back to the end. That's right. I mean, he proves them wrong. That's the whole point of this movie. Oh, God, my watch is trying to help out. Um, <laughs> what were you going to ask? My last practice? Do you
0: remember, like, your last practice?
1: Well, I was lucky enough that I, I, played, I played full pad football in college. Um, all four years. Not Notre Dame football obviously. I would have I would have led with that. Yeah. Before we we're talking about Rudy, but uh we have full pad intramural leagues. So I, I was able to play that all four years of uh of college. So I'm trying to think so maybe like the um, the emotion of your last high school pra- practice or game. I didn't have that cuz I thought I would be playing, you know, later. Yeah. Um but That's definitely a big emotional moment the last time you take off your pads. I remember being in the locker room and everybody takes your pads off for the last time. Just men just weeping in there like, yes, all bets are off. You're crying, you know, (laughs) you're hugging each other. It was it was a weird time for sure. It's
0: the most. It's the closest I feel to like most of my like friends that like we never talked like mm. and I haven't talked since. Yeah. But it's like we cried together the last time we played football, and then like it's wow. a little. Di- you have a different relationship with that. Like you see them out and you're just like, Yeah, oh like, yeah. You've been to war together. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was always my biggest pet peeve in football. I had great coaches, but everyone always they always use these war analogies, and you yeah. just feel so silly. Oh, well, yeah, dude, we're 2 and 9 and we're playing a game, you know, and they're like, we got to storm the storm the bridges or whatever. You're like, my god, dude, we're go- we're going to play a game. You
0: want this man in your foxhole. My
1: <laughs> yes. That. They love that. They love a foxhole. So speaking of football, next <laughs> gift uh, it's a record. Oh my god, center field, center field. John Fogerty. You know, I have a I have a big uh, oh my goodness. You can see the lyrics uh
2: if you ever oh sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> You're good. Where there's center field right there. Put me in, coach. Wow. How do you I've, feel about that? Well, it's a little upsetting to see in person. I've been <laughs> I've been making the argument for the better part of a decade now <laughs> that the lyrics of Centerfield by John Fogarty are put me in cold. I'm ready to play. Somebody told me that at a bar in college, and I've been repeating it. For a long time, <laughs> because in my mind that's an interesting thing to say. But now I've got the official; these are the official lyrics from John Fogarty, I believe so. Put me in coach. I'm not running one over you. I don't believe it, dude. I want you. To <laughs> I,
3: think,
2: I think John Fogerty's <laughs> hard to understand, though. Like, I has he like... ever
1: been asked this directly
3: about? <laughs> i mean
1: the lyrics are one thing but maybe he started saying cold you know as put me in coach i'm ready to play put me in coach i'm ready to play today well that's amazing dude is ccr the ultimate like football soundtrack or vietnam i think only because well i think it's vietnam it's like the prototypical vietnam soundtrack yeah fortunate i'm just curious which one you think of first when I hear the... <laughs> barrow, barrow, I think of helicopters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Force Gump. Forrest Gump, for sure. Definitely. But remember the Titans? hmm Yeah, no. Yeah, CCR, it's got a high school football vibe to it now, too. Yeah. Spirit in the Sky, that whole soundtrack is so synonymous with high school football now that, uh, yeah, I do. I think of both of those things. My two favorite things. War. then going to battle. <laughs> War and amateur athletics. That's that's what I'm into (laughs) for
0: sure.
1: (laughs) Here's an iconic scene that's being played in the movie right now. This is uh, it's Rudy's birthday, and Pete, his friend, who's about to die in the next two scenes, gives him this Notre Dame jacket that he found at a at a uh, wholesale store, and that jacket can now be bought at the Notre Dame bookstore. It's called the Rudy Jacket now. And uh you look like a real Pud wearing it. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, because you're wearing essentially a prop from a movie. That jacket doesn't exist anywhere else.
2: Well our next gift is yeah. this jacket we got. <laughs> is it, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no i'm just kidding but Man, what is it? i
2: am this is a movie you mentioned on uh, the podcast you do
1: is this whoa my favorite spy movie of all time <laughs> national treasure this yeah, is nicholas cage's this is his, the id badge he uses to, like sneak in uh oh my still the independent God, of the declaration yeah wow this is incredible how do you know all this stuff uh, just a lot of free time. You know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, this Don't is have so a lot cool. going on. We're really
0: not doing great at work right
1: now. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, the best spy movie of all time. Do you think that National Treasure is a spy movie? Because nobody backed me up on that. I watched
2: it after you said that, and it definitely has a lot of spy elements. It's a heist movie, right? Oh, a
1: heist movie. I guess that's, yeah. I don't know if that's that important (laughs) of a distinction. I mean, he's spying. He's lying to people. He's going undercover. Classic espionage. Yeah, I I would say. He's he's spying on shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. not the the second movie, not that good. But that original National Treasure is pretty darn
2: good. I never watched the second one, but I rewatched the first one just to be like, I, I... I haven't seen this as a kid, and I loved it when I was fourteen. It was like, the yeah. "Best movie ever!" I not still, like it still great. Now? No, I okay. still was like, "This is great." <laughs> I remembered everything. I, was like, I know
0: everything that's happening in this movie. Is that your favorite Nicolas Cage movie?
1: Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty short list. <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to think of what else I really like him in. What was that movie? Do, I mean, do you, or do you guys like Nicolas Cage a lot? He's and, been, sometimes, sometimes good. Yeah, he can yeah, every, yeah, he can be great. There's some movie I won't have my feelings hurt. <laughs> no, I'm not I I don't even remember the movie but I remember one particular scene of it. It's where Nicolas Cage can like see every alternate every like thing play out in his head, like every You know what I'm talking about?
0: He's like Nicolas Cage but limitless. Kind of.
1: Yeah, but he could yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Right, I should have I should've read into that a little more, but there's one scene of that movie.
2: Is it knowing? That's what I was guessing, but maybe. I don't know. There's
1: one scene where he's looking at a guy, and he goes, there's one way out of this, and the guy does something, and he goes, that wasn't it, because he can see every every oh. iteration of reality. Okay, that sounds All like right. a Rick and Morty episode. Oh, it, maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it was Nicolas Cage, to be honest with you. <laughs> That was just Doctor Strange in the
0: end of the Marvel movie, dude It might have been (laughs) Alright, last thing, Aaron
1: Oh, dude What is this? Office Max Yeah, so you know it's good Office Depot Are Office Depot and Office Max? It's like the same thing I I can't imagine What's the difference between Office Depot and Office Max? The depot
0: has a little train station next to it
1: (laughs) There's no Home Max, though Wait, what? There's no home max. There's a Home Depot. There's Betamax. That, that's true. But there's, there's a Betamax. <laughs> that's very – look. Oh, my so
0: God. I reached out to Care Smith.
1: Did you really? And
0: he – uh. well, so I was going to get your – I saw your logo had, like, you with an Atlanta Braves hat on it. But originally I was like, well, he's way more of a Notre Dame fan than an Atlanta Braves Whoa. fan. So I was going to get you, you know, to do a the Notre Dame hat. And he was like, well, actually, Aaron just reached out a month ago to get new logo stuff with Notre Dame, so then we decided to do the Rudy thing. That
1: is incredible, dude. How, yeah, how good is Care? He's unreal. That's so good. Yeah, if you're listening, it's me as Rudy being carried off the field. Wearing the number 45 fingers in the air I mean that is amazing man thank you yeah I told him my yeah and Kier uh, Smith is like thank you for doing that man
0: Carsmithcreations.com yeah, I think
1: unbelievable dude I love it and I got the there's the Michigan student section in the background it looks like <laughs> which means in this hypothetical scenario I've just beaten the University of Michigan <laughs> <laughs> at, at their field and I'm being carried off the field I love it that's amazing, the Big house, dude. man. Yeah. Got a digital, In the big house. We've got a
0: digital copy of that we can send Dude,
1: that's so cool. Thank you, man.
0: No problem. Thanks for doing wow. the podcast, man. We wow. We really appreciate
1: it. That is so cool. I didn't know I'd be showered with gifts like this. Hey, man, it's Christmas I'm time. I'm into it. I'll do it again, you know, <laughs> next week
3: if you <laughs> yeah. yeah. want.
0: We, uh, we have been asking our guests, I just said, you know, with it being Christmas time, we we've, we've enjoyed giving gifts this year to people. But do you have a time in your life when you remember specifically that Santa
1: was not real? When yes, was, yeah, when was Christmas ruined for you? Um, man, I don't remember when, but I remember exactly how it happened. It was my older sister broke the news to me. She, I was asking about Santa. I think I was maybe. <laughs> what's what's a age that's not weird? When does this usually happen? Is there like a we typical old, age? I've, I found fifth, Y'all were old? I've out yeah. in 5th grade. <laughs> I was 4th grade. 5th grade's pretty late. Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> 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 No, but, that's so embarrassing, dude. Yeah, yeah. My, my teacher
2: in 5th grade goes, not going to be here tomorrow. I got, you know, Santa's got a little shopping to do. And I'm sitting there like, what the hell is she talking about? And then she goes, Class, raise your hand if you believe in Santa. I'm just like, Pfft. look around. No one else has their You're hand the raised. only one. No. Yeah. No. One other weird girl oh, <laughs> that yeah. was just like, well, I don't believe in Santa Claus. That's silly. I believe in like, the spirit of Santa Claus, you know, bringing oh, all the joyfulness. My God. I'm just wrecked. Like, what about
1: you, Ray? Like, yeah,
3: yeah. Same, same <laughs>
1: Wow Where's Christmas Fifth grade Yeah That fifth grade's probably pretty late But that just I'm, I'm almost jealous of you I think I was Seven or eight And my sister Like pulled me into the bathroom And was like Hey Like you keep asking about Santa Like he's not real And I was like Oh yeah <laughs> I was like yeah, yeah, yeah I go but like The Easter Bunny and stuff Is all real <laughs> She was like No It's all fake I was like Yeah I knew that <laughs> But not the Tooth Fairy, right? Yeah, yeah, Tooth Fairy still, yeah. Uh, man, yeah, that's a, that's a big moment. I remember middle school, seventh grade math. My math teacher, who was also the head football coach, Tim Trokey, he, uh, he was doing a number of like math experiments to prove that Santa would be impossible. Like, <laughs> like if, you, if he actually delivered to every Christian house in the world, how fast would he have to go? You know, that kind of stuff. And there was one girl in our class that was like, I, I will not do this. Like, he's real? <laughs> and it's seventh grade. Way later. Than, I mean, you would be making fun of this girl at that time. That's how much later it is. But she's like, well, I just refuse to do it. And, and the coach is like, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, dude. You're, you're old. You should know that he's not real. <laughs> this is pretty upsetting. You're about to get your learner's permit. I uh, know. Yeah, dude. You can have a job right now. And you need to, you need to get over this. Here we go, we got a, uh, sorry, the movie's playing right now. I don't know yeah, we get into it. It's just rolling, but this is this is a great scene right here. This is Sean Astin, as Rudy, is about to take a bus to South Bend. Don't really know what he plans on doing there. I mean, he has he is like 25 at this point. He has <laughs> no money. He has not been accepted to Notre Dame, but he's like, let me just go to South Bend and see what happens. And his dad is confronting him right here at the bus stop. And his dad delivers maybe, I think, one of the most iconic speeches of this movie. He says, come on, dude, just be happy with who you are. Be happy with our life. There's nothing wrong with being a Rudiger. You can have a damn nice life being a Rudiger. Notre Dame's not for us. It's for rich kids, smart kids, great athletes. It's not for us. It's like a really powerful moment between him and his his dad. And then at the very end, he just tells his dad, I don't want your life. I want my life. I'm gonna get on this bus and just go to one of the worst cities in America real quick and uh and just sneak onto Notre Dame's campus. This is a powerful moment. <laughs> Be a janitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. I don't think he has any of that planned out now. I don't know what he is planning on doing. Anyway. I don't mean to sidetrack you there. No, but this is I I haven't seen this movie. I probably watched this movie. I went through a period where I watched it a lot, and now it's kind of yeah, uh, maybe twice a year, I'll watch this. I still cry.
0: When do you watch it? Is it like a college football is about to start? I'm getting hyped.
1: I think yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's about to start, I'm in the mood. I'm just thinking about it, and then it's just a random thing where uh, I don't know. I'll see a clip online or something, and I'm like, I gotta watch that movie. Or I'll see John Favreau or Vince Vaughn or somebody else that's in this movie, and I'm like, well, I got, I gotta watch it now. You know what? What scenes uh, make you cry? Um,
2: man, there's a few when he's doing the the speech in the like the coach's speech. The speech. Oh, in the actual locker in the locker room. room that that got me. Yeah, yeah
1: and then the other. Uh, yeah, yeah. That golly, I'm a. <laughs> this watch is like we're trying. Yeah, this watch is like, dude, you're bombing on this podcast. I'm trying to help out a little bit. I'm gonna take this. <laughs> Maybe thing try off a different it. joke. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not quite sure what you meant by that. joke You should say. Get that out of the way. No, I would say just the emotional climax at the end where he's carried off the field mm-hmm. and his dad's watching him and his brother's watching him and D-Bob is watching him. It's like uh, it's it's pretty emotional, man. I'll I'll cry at the end of that. Another scene everyone cries at is uh, the highly fictionalized scene where the players come in one by one and put their jersey on the desk, which just, you know, never happened. It's a nice scene. There's a bunch of things wrong with that scene that kind of annoy me. There's a bunch of inaccuracies in this movie that um, are pretty drastic. And that's one of them. In that scene, there are names on the back of the jerseys, which is never, <laughs> I mean, that seems like a small detail, I'm sure, but it, it always bothers oh, me. My
3: God.
1: And there's a bunch of parts of this movie where like, he's looking at one thing on campus, and then he turns around, and he's like, there's the stadium. And you're like... If you've ever even <laughs> been to camp, like that's two miles away from where <laughs> you just looked from. That's infuriating to watch. Uh And then the big one is in this movie, Eric Parsegian is portrayed as the hero. He's the old legendary coach. He puts Rudy on the team and he promises Rudy, I'll let you play for one game. Right. And then. He leaves, and Dan Devine becomes the coach, the former head coach of the Green Bay Packers. And then Dan Devine is sort of painted as a guy who doesn't want Rudy to be a part of the team. He's the coach that's like, ugh, like reluctantly letting him go in the game. And the in reality, the exact opposite was true. It was it was Dan Devine that was behind Rudy. It was Eric Parsegian that was indifferent. And apparently... Dan Devine's family is still like furious at how he's portrayed in this movie. He's portrayed as his, he's the villain. Yeah. He is essentially the villain of this movie. When in reality, he's the guy that made all this happen. So if you know stuff like that, like the movie parts of it hit you a little differently, but it's just a, it's just a great story. I think, I don't know if, if I wasn't a Notre Dame fan, I don't know if I'd like this movie. I mean, do you guys like this movie? You're neither of you Notre Dame fans. But do Alabama you like the fans, movie? So
0: even like, like, I would argue to say that there was like a classic like rival. I wouldn't say rivalry, but we played each other, and there's just so much history. For the longest time, it was Alabama, Notre Dame, right. national championships. Yes, and they would, they fans would argue back and forth. Yeah. you growing up in Alabama. I'm sure you hate a lot of Alabama fans. Yeah, is, yeah, some of it. Well,
1: I them. grew up. How old are you guys? You know. I'm Joe's age. Okay, I'm thirty. Okay, so, yeah, you're closer to my... We both grew up... I mean, Alabama was terrible. Oh, yeah, Alabama was six in mm-hmm. a row. Right. I remember thumb. Fear the Thumb. Yeah, I remember dude. all that. I, that pretty was... arrogant they were, huh? And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at them. Look yeah. Yeah, it's almost like they deserve what's happening to them now. Um, Man, that was just great to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I was an Alabama fan growing up, but but it was like maybe they were different back then because it was it was the Mike Shula years. It was like... Yeah, it was the we was were a coach humbled. that got fired in like a month. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, Mike price. price. Yeah, Mike yeah, Price. it's rolling,
0: yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> the price is wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, so I feel like I, I was just in Alabama, and I was trying to describe this to somebody, that I feel like um, I don't mind Alabama fans that are around our age because they're different. These young kids, like a 20-year-old Alabama fan, has never known anything other than dominance and success. They've never had anything bad happen in their lives, ever. <laughs> but if you're – I mean, I mean, Notre Dame was – I mean, Alabama wasn't good until I was 16 or 17. Yeah, yeah, 2007, 2008 when Saban came. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely different. Notre Dame has not won a national championship since 1988, which is three years before I was born. So, I mean, we're coming up on uh, – Golly, it'll probably be 40 years before we win a champion. Hopefully it won't be that long, but, I mean, it's been a long time. So, I think we're due. We're due for the same thing that happened to Alabama. You know, we need a we need a Nick Saban.
0: Well, he, I, I can't imagine he's going to stick around much longer.
1: You don't think so? How old is he? He's in his 70s now? Yeah, he's 70-something. Yeah. I mean, it's just.
0: He I seems just healthy. He, he
1: seems spry. I don't know what else he'll do. Uh-huh.
0: But I just think you eventually, you have something where you're just, I think, honestly, but the way looking at him this year, I think he's on medication already. Really? <laughs> and he was just so calm in like moments oh, yeah. where you would normally see him just ripping someone's head off, and he yeah. was just like, and <laughs> it was like, dude, that dude's on Xanax or something. Like He's on something to chill him out. He
3: can't have a heart. Have you
1: seen that, that gif that kind of went viral again? Uh, I see it all the time of Saban at LSU and Will Muschamp. Just at LSU, and they're both <laughs> just like.
3: That's <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs>
0: yeah, insane. Yeah, it's different energy now.
1: You were asking about Rudy. I, I like
2: Rudy. I, I think if mm-hmm. it was all true, I would love it. But I yeah. still really like the movie. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's good. But I was curious. I know your, your answer is probably Rudy. But Nick, what, what are your favorite white guy underdog story? Is it, <laughs> is it Rudy? Rocky or Eminem? <laughs> Eight Mile. Eight miles up there, man.
0: <laughs> My answer's Eminem. I don't know what yours is. Um so I think I don't like this. I watched this movie when I was in seventh grade and I just not made the basketball team. Oh man. And was at an all-time high for like underdog, like I'm gonna make the team. I'm gonna I even went to the coach and just asked if I could practice with the team and not be on the team. And he was oh just like, God. No. <laughs>
3: like,
0: and here's the thing, I really like that guy to this day. Yeah. Like I, oh, like, coach Calvert, he's the man, but he was just like, You can't do that. Like then there's no point to making the team. That's yeah,
1: not how teams work.
0: And right? I, yeah, and I was like, Well, then next year I'm gonna make it. Guess what? Didn't make it then either. Whoa. Had to rewatch Rudy and learn some new lessons yeah. about perseverance. But it was definitely one of those movies. Did you ever make the team? Oh, yeah. I did. Okay. I ended up playing all through
3: high
1: school. Oh, well, yeah. You should include that in the story. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <'Cause that's> like-
3: <laughs> but it was
0: such a movie as a seventh grader that you're just like. It, maybe I, one day I can go in in garbage time.
2: Yeah,
3: dude. Maybe <laughs> yeah, totally. maybe
0: I can dress for a game one day. Yeah. Like, no,
2: I, I like this movie too. Like, we're not star athletes, so like this
1: is closer. To oh, what you can we relate are. to this. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. A coach
0: being like looking at you and just going, I don't know, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't see it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what? I talked to a guy. I met a guy randomly, an old man after a show, and he was wearing a Notre Dame national championship ring. And, God, this sounds like a fake story. But he he was on this particular team. And um, I think he overlapped with Rudy for, like, a couple years. So, of course, I asked him, I go, well, what is it? what was Rudy like? And he goes, ugh. <laughs> and I was like, what? I mean, I love the movie. He goes, yeah, the movie's great. In real life, I mean, that kid was annoying as hell, dude. Everyone's like, tell this kid to shut up. <laughs> this kid's not good enough to be on the team. He just keeps yapping. Everyone's like, be more like Rudy. And you're like, dude, I, 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 I understand that part of the story too. Mm-hmm. Imagine being the kid that is good enough to be on the team. You worked hard to get there. And then this kid was just handed a spot and he's terrible and he's annoying. You're like, Hey dude, shut up for a bit. You know, (laughs) there's one scene in this movie where he's like, I'm the starting defensive end for Purdue. Like, and you're like, No, you're not. (laughs) You're five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing, and you shouldn't be on this team. It does make you hate the scout team, like, hero a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rudy became a derogatory term for like a a (laughs) tryhard. Yeah. You
2: know? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you know the guy, like, Playing sports, it's like he's running too
1: fast or throwing the basketball yes. at your feet. Like, yes. you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. I definitely, definitely felt that. Yeah. But. I had a, there's a kid my senior year of high school, there's a, a kid that was a freshman. And uh, I won't say his name because he's easily g- Googleable. But he, uh, <laughs> summer workouts, I remember it was like one of the first days of summer workouts, we were running wind sprints and, um, we finished, and then the coach coach comes out, and he goes, all right, well, we were going to be done, but this kid over here said we need to run more, and they said his name was you know, like John or whatever, and we were like, who the hell is John that told the coach we should run more, and it was a freshman that was like a try-hard kid that was like oh. taking it so seriously. He goes to the coach and was like, we can do more, coach. And the coach loved that. So, he was like, yeah, let's – and then, dude, I cornered that kid in the <laughs> locker room. I go, I don't know who you are, dude. But if you ever open your mouth at practice ever again, like, we will beat the crap out of you. Yeah. We'll give you plenty. So, and,
0: so you're Vince Vaughn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jamie O'Hara. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I guess I am, Yeah. But that's an insane thing to do, and it's almost like I'm teaching you a valuable lesson. You don't do that in life, do you? Know what I mean? You no. don't. Well, you don't try at things. I get it. No, that's not. That's not a trying. You don't go. Well, we can do more. Yo, know, no, you shut up, you freshman. You know, maybe I am Vince Vaughn. That's okay. So a lot of these. This. This is a scene. This is John Favreau and Sean Astin. They're supposed to be at Holy Cross, which is a. Community College right across the street from Notre Dame. Um, But they film a lot of these scenes in Notre Dame classroom buildings. I think this is in Oshag, where I had a lot of classes. Um, Yeah, that's that's O'Shaughnessy Hall on Notre Dame. They're telling you it's Holy Cross. Don't believe it. They're lying (laughs) to you. They're on Notre Dame's (laughs) campus right now. I've walked down that hallway many a times. Right there. There's a Starbucks right around the corner from it. They don't show you that. Man. So yeah, it's probably uh I feel like we're getting
2: catfished by the movie. A it's probably bit. pretty
1: annoying to watch this movie with me, I'm sure, but I, I can point out a lot of stuff in this. No, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's the that's the real practice field. Anyway. Would they have just let him walk in? <laughs> no, well they're stopping him right there, yeah. And look at how huge these dudes look.
0: Yeah, especially big. like, I feel like the nineteen, like ninety, like big offensive linemen was so much more like in shape and big and just I don't know. I, in these did, movies, I always look at these guys and they look like monsters. But they had to be like
1: fifty, you know, like
0: forty years old men. Maybe, <laughs> maybe,
1: yeah. They did a good job picking the. Because uh, I always felt like the players in this movie looked pretty realistic. The other football players, yeah, you know, so they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, look, look at these big boys coming up. Yeah, these guys are just hog. These corn-fed, straight off the farm, big old (laughs) mules here.
0: They look like they play for Iowa. Yeah,
1: they did the Nebraska one of those, one of those teams. Yeah,
0: I've heard you talk about this guy's inability
1: to like clap. Oh golly, there's a at the end during the climax of the movie, they cut to him. And he's waiting in one of the uh the tunnels, mm-hmm. and he's watching, and he just like <laughs> just the worst clap I've ever seen in my life. It <laughs> was my friend Brad Sativa pointed that out to me, he was watching it, and he goes that's that's the worst clap in, <laughs> in cinematic history, and I was like, yeah, I mean it maybe it is. I'd never thought about it. I was caught up in the moment, Brad, but yeah, I guess it is a bad clap." What do you think Sean Astin's
0: best role is?
1: This is, this is to me, sort of his defining role. Um, before that, probably Goonies, people, people knew him from before oh, yeah. this. I mean, Lord of the Rings was way bigger than Rudy, obviously. It was like one of the biggest franchises in the world, but I still think of him as Rudy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm watching Lord of the Rings, and I'm like, man... Rudy, you know, Rudy and Frodo are going off the It's very similar too. He's like
2: Frodo, come on, let me try the ring. Like
1: I can, you know, <laughs> yeah, just give me a yeah. shot, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> give me the ring, dude. <laughs> Put me in coach.
0: I'm a for Purdue.
1: Potatoes, <laughs> boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. He's really good in that movie. Oh, He's yeah. also in uh, Stranger Things, yep. I think, Mom. right? Doug Whitmire and in, he's like uh, a really 50 first dates. Oh, right. He's great in that. Mm-hmm. He's got a weird like lisp to yeah. that whole movie. He wears like a mess shirt the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good actor, man. Solid actor. But th- he'll always be Rudy to me. It's like, uh, man, I don't even know the guy's name. The guy that played uh, the- Hambino from oh, S- yeah. The Sandlot. Yeah. That will uh... always be that guy. You know, he'll always be that to
3: me.
2: What's uh what's the greatest sports moment you've ever experienced, like as an athlete? Like have you ever had something close to a Rudy moment or like I know no one picking you up, but
1: maybe you felt like this feels like everyone would carry me off in my yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, I have to I have to dig back pretty far for that, unfortunately. <laughs> I remember I was playing for the Montgomery Seminoles and uh, in the midgets division. That's what our age group was called. I don't know. I don't know if they still call it that. My guess is they probably changed it. But we were the midgets division. We were playing Tallahassee, Alabama, at Hot O'Brien Stadium, and I played defensive end. And I have video of this. I've posted this before, but I have video of I uh, interception, pick six for the win at the buzzer, as like a seven year old kid. And I remember thinking, even then, I was like, "Well, this is the peak." <laughs> i mean this is like a moment this is a crazy moment i'll never i'll never have anything cooler than this and i have the video of that and it's a lot less dramatic looking
0: than what you remember it being. What,
1: yeah when you're in the moment you're like this is the biggest thing ever and then you're watching the video and you're like those kids can barely run out there like, it's like it doesn't even look like a real game but man it felt it felt real in the moment you know and i've got to watch a lot of I've been in the audience for some cool sporting events, but mm-hmm. on the field, that's that's like that's where it peaked. Nah, that's more special. Age seven, unfortunately, didn't even believe in Santa Claus back then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Probably why you threw yourself in the sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why you were on the
2: team. Do you we have weren't... a Rudy moment, Nick, or anything? The, the closest I had was pretty bad, but it's just I hit a buzzer beater at the end of the third. <laughs> that's pretty cool, but not even the end of the game. End bro. of the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was still sick. Like,
2: er, like I was a short guy, so everyone was like cheering. The for crowd me. went crazy. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. This I, last
0: time that happened too for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I scored a basket one time and. I, <laughs> That's not bad. No, we, my Rudy moment was, I think, my senior year when I didn't even play in this game and a photographer showed up and I was featured on the front page of the paper like four times. <laughs> and I was like, they kept using pictures from this game that I did play in. And it just looked like I was our star player all year. He's very photogenic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just really passionate. There was one picture of me like, I'm not even in the game. I'm on
1: the bench and I'm jumping in the <laughs> air,
0: pointing at someone. Yeah, yeah. And they like used the picture a ton. And it oh, really was man. like...
1: That's awesome. You remember being in the paper was a big deal? Oh, huge yeah, deal. Yeah, it was about as big as it got.
0: Hey, people, hey, what, it's all your paper this morning? Yeah. It must have been a good game last <laughs> night. <Let's laughs> you play biscuit. You're just like, oh, my
1: God, this is awesome. In the paper. Everybody reads that. I mean, you're famous now. You're in the paper. Especially the Coleman Times. Yeah. Big city brought <laughs> up right there. Yeah, the Coleman
0: Times. <laughs> you're from Coleman, Alabama? Oh, Yeah. Do you, you know you know any Coleman people?
1: I do know some Coleman people. I knew a lot of uh, a, a tour that I did. All the crew was from Coleman.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That so Shane Quick.
1: Yeah, all so those guys are from Coleman. I yeah.
0: start me and Shane started I uh, think Rock the South years ago. I helped him with that. He started it, and him and like Jay Barker, Sarah Evans. Year one took it over, and me and a guy named Nathan Ball went in and worked with them. Oh, wow. And kind of built that festival. Dang, Coleman is a small town. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Yeah, it must be.
1: (laughs) But I remember the joke when I started doing shows in Birmingham, the joke was like, you always look for a reference of like, what's the redneck town? What's the hood? Just so you can slip that in. And what would really kill in Birmingham if somebody was a redneck? Like, what are you from, Coleman? Oh, yeah. And then that would like murder, and either that or like Bessemer Those were the two references. I
0: actually could have guessed that that was your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you those, <laughs> those would always get a laugh in Birmingham for sure. No, playing up the white kid from Coleman, like big surprise, like, right, right? Definitely, like <laughs> all that always works. Like yeah. Bishop and me did some rooms in, uh together, and I, I love Bishop. Like he's my yeah, guy. and he'd always be like. Come, you'll do well in my room. Come in now. I was uh-huh. like, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I just did that, did a long run with Bishop, man. He did tell me one time after a set. This is so funny. He came up to me. He's like, man, I like that joke you did. I've been really working on my double Sinatra's too. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, them double Sinatra's. That's funny. And I was like, do you mean double entendre?
3: <laughs> double he, was like, he was like, oh
0: shit. He's like, yeah, I did mean that. And I was like, did you just think it was just like glassy as shit, like Frank Sinatra? He's like, yes. <laughs> double Sinatra. Oh my God, that's
1: crazy, dude. I can't wait to say that to him <laughs> next time I've seen him. I remember, um, God, this was like a few months ago. He was like, He said he'd never bought anything off Amazon before. Wait, what? I was like, what? He goes, I just don't trust him. (laughs) I was like, it's like the biggest company in the world. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah. What happens if like I order something that doesn't show up? I was like, Bishop, this is like, this is insane. (laughs) Just order something; it'll show up, and if it doesn't, you get a refund. And he's like,
3: okay, I'm (laughs) nervous. I, I guarantee. For,
1: yeah, yeah. I guarantee on time delivery, okay? Forgot I was wearing this. <laughs> no. Logistics. It's what we do, okay?
3: This is um, insane to me. Yeah. That's, that's
0: so <laughs> Yeah,
1: man. I mean, I, we talk about that every time I see him. And he was like, he ordered one thing. He was like, it came. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. They're a big company. They're doing pretty good. It's going to show up at your house. <laughs> Crazy, man. He's an interesting guy. This is a, this is a, we got a scene in the movie right here where this is sort of a weird, weird plot line of this movie where the trade-off, debop is tutoring Rudy in exchange for Rudy helping him hit on women across campus he's not really even helping him though he's just hitting on him forward. no he's doing nothing yeah, yeah 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 well, he's not hitting on this girl he just wants to he just wants mm-hmm. to paint the helmets he just wants to be around the equipment, which is so weird <laughs> such a try hard he's golly, I just want to be near the pads and like <laughs> smell the shoulder pads and like which
0: is. Just a terrible, horrible <laughs> oh, smell. Yep. CCR,
1: Look at that little CCR, CCR playing right yep. there. Love it, love it. <laughs> yeah, they use real gold in the in the paint. Did you know that? I did not know that. They paint the Notre Dame helmets real gold in the paint. Pretty expensive, I, I imagine. Yeah, but the what they say is they they get paint they get gold from the Gold Dome on campus, and then they use that. To paint the helmets who knows if it's true they're still telling people that but so is that
0: why they're golden
1: domers yeah yeah because that golden dome on, on okay campus. Yeah, yeah yeah, that makes sense golden domers is not an official it's not an official name yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's not yeah it's a colloquialism i guess yeah i'd love to hear bishop say that colloquial <laughs> <laughs>
2: How many uh, practices or hits do you think you could take? Like, the montages are rough
1: in this movie. Yeah, I think I could. Um, I'm bigger than Rudy is, and I've played. You know, I've played football at a high level. No, not really. <laughs> I, mean, I played high school, like big time high school football. I played. I wasn't good, but I could take some hits. I mean, <laughs> you I would
0: St. James. Where would you go?
1: I went to Catholic high school. Okay. Catholic high. But I moved uh, my junior year of high school, we moved to here, to Nashville.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: I, so I went to two different high schools. Okay, I didn't realize um, that. And the high school here in Nashville was like, the, the, the division we were in was all the best teams in the state. So we were kind of the punching bags of, of that division for a while. So I played against, I mean, like D1 people all the time. And I would get tossed around, like he's getting tossed around for sure. But I, I could hang in there. I could survive it. I mean, I have CTE for sure. <laughs> but I, I got a re- You ever had a really bad concussion? Oh, multiple. I had, Really?
2: He was like a different person for like a month or two. Wow. After in high school. <laughs> yeah. Do you
1: ever worry you never fully recovered? Not till now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how would you even know if you're fully back to where you were? It, that's a great point. I
0: mean... I had so I had several, but one was so bad I couldn't drive. Like, I was playing basketball, and I went up. It was right before my senior year. And I went to get a rebound off the rim, and a guy, like, ran under my legs. And I literally came back and landed, like, on top of my head. Wow. And went in the locker room, and I was like – That's probably why
1: you didn't make the team the first two
0: times. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but – and then, I, like, I went back and played, and then all of a sudden – next thing i know i'm in the locker room and i'm naked and i'm crying because i don't know why i'm naked and why there's people around and like i like it the rest of the day was just kind of like in and out of like people talking to me and like walking me to class and i was kind of a prankster so they're like nick's just screwing with us yeah like yeah. he's just like walk like I, I, I literally someone told me i was just walking across the quad and they're like where are you going and they like took me to do you class. have clothes on
3: again
1: at the, by yeah, this no point? i had cla- okay. yeah, I'd gotten dressed why were you naked Cause after basketball practice,
0: you would check like what our coach did. He made us get to school at like six in the morning and we had first period athletics. Wow. So we would have like three and a half hour practices
1: That's with the
0: last like 30 minutes being like shower up and then go to school for six hours or whatever it was. And so I just in the shower phase, I guess I came to, it was just like, (laughs) why am I naked? (laughs) Like, What's happening? Am I in prison? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's happened? I was getting a rebound, and now I'm naked.
1: It would be tough to black in as uh, uh, naked. It was in, in a room full of dudes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was
0: definitely. I had some questions. <laughs> yeah,
3: for
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Con- Concussions scare me, man. I had a really, I had a bad one in college. I don't know if I'm back to what I was. What was? What were you doing? Playing football. Okay. Yeah. Just. And I was hospitalized for a night at this uh, the hospital on campus, and I, and man, it messed with me for about a week. And then after a week, I felt like I was back to I could talk normally again. But who knows if I'm back to what I was? It's scary. I like to think I was a little sharper back in the day. <laughs> well, you but, still
2: talk pretty well.
0: Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> talk
2: pretty good.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: What's your worst sports injury? Is that it?
1: I've had a lot man, I had a lot. I was just walk at one point, my family, we have four kids. At one point, all four kids in my family were on crutches at the same time for different stuff. My brother had some sort of injury, my sister had hip surgery, I had knee surgery, my little brother had something, so Eight crutches laying around. Yeah, home. and I, we we didn't go in public that often when that was happening just because we went to a Chinese – I remember we went to a Chinese buffet in Montgomery, Alabama. My parents walk in, and then four kids with crutches. And people were like, what are they doing to those kids over there? They were all just sports-related injuries. I had knee surgery in Oof. middle school. I broke my back <laughs> in fifth grade. I wore a back brace for almost a year. Oof. And high school, I broke my back again, my lower back. I broke my wrist. I've sprained both ankles. And...
0: That was not as good as the broken back. <laughs> no, sprained <laughs> sprayed
3: an ankle, yeah. I'm glad you yeah. built up to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My finger jammed once. I got a bad thing yeah.
1: <laughs> I tore my rotator cuff in baseball. That sucks. Yeah. Did you get surgery? No. Yeah, you just did the exercises to build it back up. I uh, think just, I just ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just stopped playing That's baseball. That's one way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it hurt really bad, though. But, yeah, it's all – I don't know. Because I get – I think about this a lot with fewer and fewer people letting their kids play football. Yeah. And I think it will be a real problem 15, 20 years from now. Like, football won't be the same. Because the more we learn about it, the more it's like, yeah, you should not be doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like gladiator stuff. I don't know. I would have to really think about it. With if I have a kid, like would I let him? I just think about all the injuries I had, and you know, they, it could be worse for. I don't know. I think I let them play if they wanted to. I still think it was worth it. Do you know what I mean? mean, Well, you learn a lot of – sports in
0: general, you learn a lot of lessons and just character building, how to deal with difficult people, people you don't necessarily like or would be around, bullies.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, they could be a Boy Scout and learn all those same things. Not near as cool, though. <laughs> you're going to be a it. lot funnier
2: Yeah, yeah. football team. I'd be like those Boy Scout masters. You're about
1: brothers. to go along with me, and then you're like, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> I, I, I asked my dad once, because, you know, you get older, you're like, Dad, why don't I do a Boy
2: Scout? You know, my friends can, like, build fires and do yeah. stuff. He was just like, you see who were the Boy Scouts? Like, those kids were nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to
0: hang out with those dads. No, that's exactly – he took me to one den meeting. Oh, he didn't want to hang out no, with the other dad. he dads. took me to a den meeting. <laughs> yeah. First one, it was, like, an introduction where it's like, you're going to do Boy Scouts. Here's mm. where we're going to sign up. like. Uh-huh. And dad looked around the room and was like, all right, so you're not doing Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> we're, that's so funny. We're a football family. <laughs> I was super excited about it. Because on Fridays, all the football players wear jer- jerseys to school. Yeah. Like, their little, like, oh, cyclones. Yeah. And all. Yeah And all the scouts wore their Cub Scouts outfits. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be wearing a football jersey anytime
3: soon. I
1: don't want to just be a loser wearing normal stuff. That's so funny. You never think about that as a kid. The parent being like, yeah, I don't want to have to associate with these dorks. Man. Do you think, were there bullies when you were in high school?
0: Yeah, they were my friends. Oh, really? (laughs) And it was not like, they weren't bullies, but it was more like... I think it it was never like a physical thing. It was always just like verbal. Yeah, like just it was more like a roast battle. Every time you went into school, Uh don't wear something stupid. Like don't draw attention to yourself. Like or you're gonna get roasted. I got roasted all the time. Yeah, I think instinctually I like turned into a bully. Just like the
1: you know (laughs) yeah defense mechanism. (laughs) Yeah, you have to
0: have like shit loaded up too. Best
1: defense is a good offense. (laughs) Yeah, I I never saw like. there's bullying in like TV shows and movies, and I just never saw that. That was always fake. Yeah, but that must go on somewhere. It like, was
0: more like the bullying was more like this movie was more realistic bullying. Yeah. Than, like what I've ever seen, really. In what way? Vince Vaughn is being like, You suck, dude. I hate <laughs> you. Like, do you not see that you just like lame as <laughs> hell? Dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm going to quit the team because people like you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've been in Man. that situation where you're just like, God, why do people like this guy?
1: But it's always, I never saw like a give me your lunch money. That kind no, of yeah. that kind of bullying.
0: No, like every day too. Like,
2: oh, yes. that, that's the school bully right there. Yeah, <laughs> they
1: wait at the bus stop and beat you up every day. Like. Wearing
0: like a leather jacket. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, <Old> Biff. Yes.
1: <laughs> I always think of the kid from uh, A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah, he's a good one too. Yeah, well, what was that guy's name? I don't know. Farkle or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I've never seen that in real life. Here you go. He's got another, he's getting rejected from Notre Dame again. Oh, actually, I think he's about to get accepted. Here he is. Oh yeah. That this... bench, he's sitting on this bench, which is now a famous bench. This is a powerful moment too. People will go and sit on this bench just to, to sort of recreate this moment. He's opening <laughs> up the letter, and he's been accepted to Notre Dame. And here's a moment that will really get you. Yeah. is where he runs to his dad after mm-hmm. this. He immediately takes his letter to his dad, and he says, I How did How about it. them apples? Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 oh, man. I wish.
1: <laughs> he shows his dad the acceptance letter, and his dad... Can't believe it! And he's like, "I did it, Dad." And then he says, he announces over the speaker at the at the plant. He goes, "My son's going to Notre Dame.
3: My son's going to Notre Dame."
1: Ah, oh, it's an emotional moment. No, man. that is great. His brother's just seething too.
2: Oh, his brother hates him. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. he went wearing a Georgia Tech jersey at at, the, at Rudy's game.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here it is. Yeah, yeah. I did it, Dad. I did it. That's good stuff. I imagine if you have father issues, which I don't, that this is a really, really powerful scene.
0: Yeah. Father-son stuff gets me. We got a great dad, but father-son stuff just always gets
1: me. Yeah. You know what? It, it gets me, too, man. Field of dreams, like that no. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: So, Rudy, when I was at Rick and Bubba, called in. or I can't remember if he came in studio or called in and did an interview. But I just remember his promo. Yeah. So it was just like, it's like if you were on there, you'd be like, hey, I'm Aaron Weber, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. And Rudy just kept saying his name over and over again.
1: This is Daniel Rudiger. This is the real Rudy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He goes, Ah, I'm Rudy, the real Rudy from the movie Rudy. (laughs) And they're like, I I bet I've heard that promo (laughs) so many times. And every time it's like, dude, he couldn't have said Rudy one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he couldn't have squeezed it in.
1: Whew, that's all he's got you know he was in uh prison, not prison <laughs> uh, no i think he i think he wasn't he was arrested for uh insider trading I there's a pump, Wait, a, pump a pump and dump a pump dump dump scheme. Scheme. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah did he do
2: jail time i i think he had to pay like a ten percent of what he stole wow, so it's like yeah yeah you know he's okay i guess. All right, good but for But no, him. when I learned that, I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely a scumbag. <laughs> Dude, how yeah. great would a Rudy
0: Longest Yard movie have been? Oh, uh, yeah. Your next gift is a Rudy NFT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. We're putting together a team to place the gods. <laughs> Rudy Yeah, <No>, God. uh, <laughs> no, that, is, that is funny. He doesn't even make the convict team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a walk-on, man. <laughs> I
1: mean, they had a good team. This this is the tryout montage you were talking about earlier with all the hard hits. And oh stuff.
2: yeah, yeah. After two hits, I was like, I'm going back to JUCO.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. In longest yard, I am thinking that Adam Sandler did remake it. They could have totally done that gag. Wait, what? Longest yard the, when the Adam Sandler remake? Yeah. He loves yeah. Rudy. He loves. Oh yeah. Shot, he, they could yeah, have yeah. totally done that yeah, gag yeah, with Rudy yeah. not making the team. We gotta get in touch. Adam yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna <laughs> let Adam
1: know for the remake. So the, what's interesting is a major uh, part of this movie no longer applies, where NCAA used to limit the number of people that could dress for the game. Yeah, yeah. And the whole point of this movie oh. is we'll let you dress for one game. And now you can dress... hundred and something. Yeah, 300 kids out there. Mm. So the whole point of this movie it like doesn't even apply it's
0: only road games now that you really have to get numbers down because it's like how many people can
1: travel right so that's
0: your only like making the travel Mm score because even at like alabama there's kids that like get scholarship that's like oh wait you know i remember freshman guys that like when we were signed up they're like oh dj hall or whatever's in town this weekend yeah because he didn't travel with the team
1: or whatever well, that's a much less powerful movie, I think. If I just one day I want to just be able to travel, you know, yeah. <laughs> if that were the goal of the movie, <laughs> I just want to dress for an away game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've always wanted to play in Iowa so bad. <laughs> oh man!
2: So what a we, great movie. We got to bring it up. Uh, recently, I watched the uh, the Mantateo uh, documentary. Oh yeah, what do you think? I mean, I did not expect to be like crying and feeling oh
1: yeah do like, they get you at the end yeah man that yeah, really yeah, like sure.
2: I feel so bad for him. I mean yeah. he's definitely ignorant I feel like it's his family's fault a little bit just being so sheltered just, he, was, well, he was a what
1: he's a naive kid yeah, for sure yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: but like it's just you know your heart breaks for him
1: right I was so glad I, I it was the first time I think I've seen a sympathetic portrayal of those events To him, because I feel like every piece of media I've seen about that is, like, making fun of him. Mm -hmm, So I watched it kind of reluctant because I thought it would just be more of the same. But it was like, they did a really good job. And I think it's totally changed the narrative around him.
0: Well, they humanized him. Yes. Because I think... He, had, he was so larger than life that football season mm-hmm. that everyone was – it was almost like holier-than-thou. People were, like, excited to see him get got it, a little
1: bit. It was like yeah. the Tim
0: yeah. Tebow type thing.
1: You yeah. want to see that
0: guy fall.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Well, that, that to me is a big part of it. It's ESPN or whatever, they love building these people up, and then they love tearing them down, right? And I never thought – I think people never really looked into or saw the whole – the whole story at all people and I thought they glossed over it a little bit or just didn't
0: that when that came out and it was like leading up to the national championship game in 2012 our Alabama fans were unruly savage the stuff that I was seeing posted on Facebook and all the jokes I mean it really was I mean like when you look back to it it was just like dude that time period, they were just savages. Yeah, them.
1: everybody. I mean, it was the whole internet. It was everybody. Thankfully, it was after the game. It didn't come out till after. No, the game. it was before the game. No, no. The story came out after the national championship game. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure.
0: Yeah. 100%.
2: Yeah, 100%. That's what the okay. documentary said. That You said otherwise, but I thought there could have been Man, maybe some leaks or something. I thought it was leading
0: up to it. Because I remember making a funny thing. I, like, I remember seeing several things leading up to that game because – I thought it was right after the Heisman that it started to leak.
1: I I, I don't know. All right, maybe I'm The national championship game was January 7th. Yes. Um, And then I think it was January 15th that Deadspin article came out. So, it was after we'd already lost. Okay. Um, Maybe we were just piling on. Because then I remember people retroactively going, well, this is why we lost, you know. And I was like, no, we just got But But you could tell, like, it did... I mean, Alabama... I think is the better team. Just like, manhandle He was so this like thing. mentally not there. Yeah, I mean, how could you be? Yeah, you know, the craziest part of that of that the story is he's at the Home Depot award ceremony and he gets a phone call from his dead girlfriend. Oh yeah, and he's like on commercial break and she's like, "I'm on the run from drug deal." I mean, that's crazy. It's crazy to be dealing with that on national television. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. And then and find out it was like your former teammate. <laughs> I know, I know, dude. Rania Tawasasopa. Crazy. I, My buddy, my roommate who walked on the team, I was with him in the dorm room when we saw that story being broke. And his gut reaction was, he was like, this is nonsense. I talked to her on the phone. I talked to the girl, and I was like, what? And he said, it was in the locker room one day, and, and Manti was on the phone with uh, Lene Kakua." And said, "Hey, my buddy Kevin's here. Say hi to him." And he said hi to her, and gave the phone back. He's like, "I talked to her. That's a real, it was a real person." It was a dude the whole time, man. Isn't that crazy?
3: That's wow. <laughs> that is, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like, I love that people were like, "Well, the voice sounds a little off," and then they in the video they do like the match test, and like, "Yeah, that's pretty spot on." Yeah, dude.
2: Nick on the on the drive back with Uncle Todd, I asked him about it, and he goes. You know, I just think if it was me, I'd have to see some cooter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That does not surprise me in the slightest. (laughs) Golly, that's funny. Uncle Todd. I think another thing they touched on in that documentary is this was before. Catfishing is something we all know about now. It's sort of like it's a term everyone knows. This is the Manti story happened before catfishing was sort of a term that everybody knew. It was the early wave of this internet dating and stuff. Yeah. So I think he didn't have the benefit of knowing everything we know now. And the other part of it was like you said, he was sort of a naive kid from a devoutly religious family from Hawaii. Like yeah. he just, he just, you know, I he, was he a, had sucker a laptop for that.
2: and stuff like till he got to college or whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? He definitely like, Man. Looking good now though. Yeah, he's the dude. He's looking great now. He's got a beautiful got wife and kids. Yeah,
0: yeah dude, dude. He's dude, looking, looking solid. I was proud. He's was looking
1: like- sharp. I was watching it with my wife. She was like, Well, he's actually like good looking now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. He's a super Heartbreaks cleans up a man. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. He was so good, man. I was at I they talk about in the documentary, those people waving the lays in the student section. That was you me, were- dude. I was in there. You I was in there waving game. those legs. Cool. Oh, yeah, dude. Storm the field on that game.
2: It was a good time. No, nah, it was a great story. I mean, I, I joke, too, with Nick, just watching that documentary, being Alabama fans, it's, it's cool being like, hell yeah, we're the villain here. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Y'all were so good. That was Eddie Lacy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah he ate himself to death. He didn't die, did he? No, no, no. Oh, I mean, he God. just <laughs> gained like 400 pounds
0: and couldn't play running back for the Packers. And We went to Wisconsin and started uh-huh. eating all that cheese. Mm-hmm. I remember,
1: yeah. I remember starting of showing up to training camp and stuff, just massive. They're like, yeah, yeah they called him Circle
0: Button because his spin move was so good. People were like, dude, he's just like, he, <laughs> he turned <laughs> it into, he turned into it. it. <laughs> yeah, he like, not the same. Oh, that rules. Yeah, poor Eddie Lacy. I'm sure he's doing all right.
2: But yeah, I just thought that whole story is cool. I mean, it's such an embarrassing story for him to turn it into such a
1: powerful a win. testimony. Yeah, no. It is very embarrassing. And then everyone just started, people forget. And then everyone just started calling him gay after that. And he was just like, I, I don't know, dude. I just got duped. Here's the famous scene. This is the scene that we've been talking about. The whole yeah, podcast. Yeah. This is where the the lineman, the starting offensive lineman, oh, yeah. felt bad for him, so just let him go. And then Rudy calls the scene. He goes, "Come on, dude! I'm the starting defensive end of Purdue. Come <laughs> on, dude!" And the lineman here goes. He's looking at him. He goes, "He's about to take him out." Here it is. <laughs> he just just...
3: Oh, and he yeah. hits him again. Stay there.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> That probably happened every day. He gets up like a little brother right there. Yeah. (laughs) "Yeah, Come on, dude. (laughs) No, I'm fine. (laughs) Sniffling. But then he confronts him here in the parking lot, and he's like, listen, dude, you're going to get yourself killed if you keep doing that. And there's Vince Vaughn on the left. Handsome. Jamie O'Hare. He was a handsome young man, Vince Vaughn was. Good head of hair right there. This is his debut. Is it really? Yeah, it's his first movie. Officially, is. Oh,
0: listed right. as, Yeah. That's him and John Favreau. Like, swingers on the. Yeah. They're I together a lot. Dude, what a meathead!
1: Yeah, that actor. <laughs> that they picked that actor perfectly. <laughs> hey, a... he's just doing his job. Jamie, can it? What <laughs> <laughs> black guy has ever said can it? I think about that every time I see this movie. <laughs> have you ever? I have, <laughs> I have a so lot jokes. of black friends. I've grown up around. Have you ever heard a black guy say, can it?
0: <laughs> That's the whitest thing I've ever heard, actually. He's just
1: doing his job, Jamie. Can it? <laughs> My God, who wrote the dialogue
0: for that? Oh <laughs> uh,
1: <a> white guy. <laughs> yeah, a white guy for sure. <laughs> Last practice of the season, and this A-hole thinks it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> you just summed up your entire sorry career in one sentence. And as it is, you've just made it from the B team to the C team. Oh,
0: man, I love To it. me, you are Rudy with the quotes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to do it.
3: Do it. <laughs> you know the whole speech, don't you? Oh, yeah,
1: I could probably quote this whole movie right here. If you had a tenth of the heart of Rudiger's, you'd have been All-American. <laughs> and as it is, you just went from the third team to the prep team. Get on, get off. <laughs> do you think Rudy was offsides at the end? Uh, I've seen the. Uh, he's not in the movie, but in the actual real life footage, he probably could be. Oh probably yeah, probably could be. I on watched side. the real
2: footage too because he doesn't even really get the whole tackle by himself. It's a partial sack <laughs> that they give it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: half
1: sack if you yeah, will. Yeah, well, he's in the thick of it. You know, he's oh, in yeah. the mix.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's no interception
1: return for no, a touchdown. no, no. It's not as uh, dramatic and powerful a moment as that for sure, but. There's no movie about me, so I can't knock Rudy. He might have been off size, but it's like, who cares? It was garbage minutes. You know, the game was over. <laughs> the game was over. Garbage minutes. Those are
0: primetime playing time for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You love garbage <laughs> time. I was just like, saying. <laughs> we call we him the, the garbage man. <laughs> <band. laughs> <laughs> it's stats, baby. Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> Fans are leaving. My time is. <laughs> <to try. laughs> <There you go.
2: laughs> You, to, you got you
0: got anything else or any, any thoughts you want to wrap up man i i honestly just really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to of come course out man sorry
1: us. sorry it had to be this early sorry i missed y'all in birmingham but no this yeah. worked out great yeah so it's
0: it's everything happens as supposed to so good thank deal, you man. again man appreciate you uh for
1: taking time out of your day absolutely thank you all for having me thanks for all the gifts that's very nice no problem I'm gonna put this yarmulke on <laughs> I'm gonna put that on our Christmas tree. And uh, I'm gonna write a letter to John Fogarty and ask him. We all know you're watching Kings and Queens season three. Uh, yeah, of course I am. Of course I am. That is the best season. This is so good you gotta watch it more than once. Thankfully I got more copies than once. Y'all are the best. Thank you, man. Watching movies too!